0: Family Bound by Grace Hi my name is Joseph
1: and I'm Kashina,
0: and we release a podcast every Sunday where we will cover the topics of faith, marriage and parenting,
1: giving you insight into our journey as a Christian family.
0: You can find us on Instagram at A Family Bound by Grace or
1: email us at Family by Grace
0: at Outlook.com. Hi everyone, welcome back to A Family Bound by Grace. Yay! And as always, you can find us on Instagram at A Family Bound by Grace. Or you can email us at a family bound by grace at outlook.co.uk.
1: And yes. we're now on a website. It's not a family bound by grace, though. It's www.preparingthehome. And um, all of our podcasts are on there. If you are a mum as well and you want some more information about how to have routines for your home, how to do goals for yourself, go to the website. Have a look. Let us know what you think about it as well.
0: And that has all the podcasts on there and they will all be released on there as, they, as and when they come out as well. So yes, go check it out. That's preparingthehome.co.uk. Exciting. And we look forward to seeing you there as well. Definitely. So today's episode is a two-part episode. And the first... Well, this season is all on... on what's it, Parenting? Parenting. And this, first, this episode is going to be... Um, The first part of this episode is going to be on...
1: Parenting goals. So last week we had Joanna and her husband Glenn on and we were looking at building relationships with our Mm -hmm. children and today we're looking at parenting goals, which sounds crazy and I know you're thinking, oh, maybe they're talking about us having parenting goals for ourselves, but we're not. Nope. One of the things we were just talking about was how parenting's actually least on the list of things that we should really focus on Mm -hmm. in terms of we go to uni for three years for our career, Um, if you want to do really well in a business, you set your goals and you get your business going, but Mm -hmm. what about the family that God's blessed us with?
0: Yes, the goals for our children.
1: Yeah, do we spend three years hardcore studying to know how to raise the children that God wants? Mm
0: -hmm. Or do we just drift by? And hope that they will pick up the right traits and function in this society and all of the rest of it.
1: Yeah. Mediocre is okay. As long as as they're doing all right, Mm -hmm. not in too much trouble, then we've done a good job. But what if God wants us to do better than that? Mm
0: -hmm. Because
1: the reality is, is we have to give an account for our children when we get to heaven. And it's... Well... Takes it up a notch slightly.
0: Good luck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: and that's the end of our podcast, guys. You can find us on. <laughs> Could you imagine?
1: No, so we want to share with you some of the things that God's really shown us. And we're not there.
0: Mm-hmm. We're
1: still working on it. But
0: we're like 99% there. No, I'm lying. <laughs> we're like 10% there. The But that 10% day is a real struggle Uh, But
1: I read somewhere actually last week It said um, you don't need to be You don't need to do it perfectly To be able to share it mm -hmm,
0: Basically mm -hmm. you
1: don't need to be there To be able to share it Like share your journey And that's the whole point of our podcast It literally is just about sharing our journey And as we learn things And God shows us things Mm -hmm. We share it Because sharing is
0: Caring It is It is Apparently, anyway.
1: yeah, <laughs> okay. So, we're looking at parenting goals, and um, we'll share with you the way that we do things and give some tips on how we do it as well. So, one of the things that I have read and feel really strongly about and I'm really impressed on, which has what has really impressed on me, you know what I mean? You get the point, okay? Cool. Um Is the need to really study and know your children?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So I think people sometimes people have the impression that oh you have triplets so they must be the same and actually it's
0: close. (laughs) It's really not. Not (laughs) They are yeah
1: very different.
0: You cannot treat the two. You cannot treat to alike.
1: No, you can't. And I think uh, we've spoken about this in a podcast prior, like how we've disciplined, like. To discipline or to speak to one is different to the way we have the discipline and speak to the other one.
0: Their speeds of learning are different. What they want to learn is different.
1: Yeah, their passions what, are different. Yeah, what
0: they're good at is is every yeah, it's seriously different.
1: And so this is really important, right? Because I mean, having triplets and then having um those who have different ages. I mean, we have Zeke who's a different age, but just mm-hmm. being very aware that your children are different and really knowing them and learning them like actually spending the time to mm-hmm. learn and study to study
0: your child yes yeah, exactly, literally
1: yep. studying your child like what makes them tick when they're frustrated what works to calm them down so for example i know with um brie if she's hysterical like just don't ask her why don't bother it actually used to drive me potty because I thought she was ignoring me. And so then I'd get even more frustrated because now you're being disrespectful because, you know, coming from a Caribbean home, we don't do that disrespect thing. But what I realised was she wasn't being disrespectful. Just think of it as her man-woman cave. Men go into their men cave. I'm not
0: going to think of it like that, <laughs> but continue. You know
1: what I mean? Men go into their men cave and so cave and they need their time to process all the information and then they come out eventually and then we can have a conversation why are you giving me the look for it's
0: okay we're all listening
1: (laughs) but with Brie it's the same you can't expect her to articulate say what she's thinking feeling answer a question she just she just doesn't but if you give her the space She will randomly blurt it out at the most random time ever and say, the reason why I was crying was, and you have to stop and listen. And so it's really important to know your child and study your child. And that's not very easy, actually, because it takes a lot of time.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I mean, I'm To understand that, you mean. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm with them all the time. So I can imagine that for you, it's probably more of a challenge or for other does. I mean working. I hope that
0: my wife divulges this information so that I don't fall into the pitfalls but we'll brush <laughs> over that for now continue
1: <laughs> no but do you find that a challenge
0: understanding my children yeah yeah to a point because I, when I want answers I want them straight away so I can with the situation and move on but that doesn't always happen or you can't always understand them
1: but do, do you feel like you you know them because, okay, so let's put, let's do maths now. The majority of the day, so from when they wake up to when they go to sleep is approximately 12 hours. You're at work for seven, eight I would of those say, hours.
0: Okay, I would say yes now. I would say probably about three months ago, that would probably be a no.
1: Why?
0: Because now I understand and I can say, oh, yeah, this child likes to do this or she's stronger at doing this and this child likes to do this and this how she learns or whatever it may be or he um but I I never I never I saw that as your dominion before Mm. so whereas I knew what was happening I didn't know my children in that aspect like if we had to swap for a day I would have I would have been lost so what changed just realised that I was awesome and that i <laughs> check <laughs> um, <laughs> No, I'm you. Um, No, I don't know. Um, I don't know, actually. Things just kind of changed for me. Since last year, July, things have just changed for me in general. And I decided to do do more self-improvement. Um, and as part of that, that it obviously, that was more career-driven, but it, it's... it's splashed over into the personal life and now I've trying to take up more of an active role um, around the house in, in terms of getting to know everything that's happening and stuff like that and in no disrespectful way, because I don't know how to even explain this, but I'm not trying to be a, a typical husband but trying to be a proactive one like that day yeah, getting, putting all of you on blast like that day when I came home and bought you flowers <sighs> Yeah. And didn't want anything in return. <laughs> Ooh, I bet your wives are listening. Really? <laughs> no, but it's just true. Like, just, just, just trying to be more proactive than in general, um, and getting to know things rather than taking a back seat and thinking, "Oh yeah, everything's so right because um, someone else is dealing with it." Basically. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I think it's it's interesting because. When it comes to when we we come before the God and he judges us and he's like, Where's your kids at? Where's your family at? Well, it's actually not the wives that he's going to ask. I
0: don't know, I'm gonna I think I'm at point blame like Adam. <laughs> <So> like, well, <laughs> My wife wives. was at home for six hours a day and no,
1: But it's interesting because though the mum is usually more the caregiver, looker after her, person
0: that's not a word but continue
1: it will be today um it's the man that has to give an account for his family and so <laughs> you can hear Zeke in the background they're fully meant to be sleeping
0: they're fully meant to be sleeping <laughs> like 43 minutes ago
1: and so it's really important that there's um a strong relationship and communication between mum and dad. Mm-hmm. Because if mum's home the majority of the time, mum knows more information about the children, which is not unusual, but dad needs to be aware too, and you both need to be able to work together. So, one of the ways that Jay and I do it is <laughs> usually I'm like, this happened, not impressive yet, we need to work on it now. Um, Thinking don't about,
0: talk to me like that, though. By the way, <laughs> she would not dareth.
1: Dareth? No, I wouldn't dareth. But so, for example, Nate and um, she, uh, her brother fell over, and she just didn't watch him. And I was like, what? I don't, I don't like that. That's not nice, and it's actually very out of character for her. Usually, she would go and help. But it means that she'd seen something or felt that it was acceptable, and so it means some, we need to work on that. Or, Jay, they, they've been literally arguing all week. They're driving me mad, driving me potty. We really need to work on that. And so um, it's them working out together how you're going to work on it. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we see things, blink, keep on moving and think it will rectify itself without putting in any real effort or mm-hmm. really doing anything about it.
0: No. Yeah, I see, I see what you mean. But now we turn it into one of those um, situations where <laughs> when something happened, it mysteriously becomes our, <laughs> our, our worship subject for that evening. Like it was always planned.
1: <laughs> oh, my mum used to do that. It used to get on my nerves and now I'm here doing
0: this for my children. It's like, oh, you, you saw your brother fall over and you didn't do nothing. Okay, worship the good Samaritan. <laughs> Just like, let's go
1: but okay so that is jokes and probably really annoying for them because it's annoying (laughs) for me too but the point is is you have to really work together and find a way where you don't just brush it under the carpet and hope Mm -hmm. it goes away because then what happens is that incident becomes continuous and then when it becomes continuous it becomes a habit and when Mm -hmm. it becomes a habit it becomes a character trait and when it becomes that nasty character trait and they're 13 you're trying to wonder why your 13 year old isn't compassionate and doesn't care when someone is falling over and you then try to rectify it and we're not saying you can't rectify it we're just saying you have to work.
0: Good luck, man. Really
1: hard and pray really hard to get it out. And it can because all things are possible through Christ who gives us strength, right? But what about if we noticed it from when they were younger and
0: actually did something
1: something about it? What if we did that? And that's what we mean about intentional parenting, like being really intentional about what you're doing. And the best way to do that is to set goals,
0: to break it before it becomes a habit.
1: So you need to really study your child throughout the week, and identify what you need to work on. Now, it could it doesn't just have to be spiritual or character based, though. Mm-hmm. For the first seven years, character is the most important thing, above academics, above being the child who can read and write the best. Mm-hmm. The character is what isn't going to change. Or. or
0: The character should be the foundation. Yeah, it's the
1: foundation of it. So for the first seven years, especially, it's focusing on character. But it might be other things, like um, you might see that your child is really interested in maths. So work and focus on how you can help them progress further in their maths or their Mm -hmm. numbers. Or they might be really interested in learning how to ride a bike. And instead of saying you don't have time to teach them, teach them. So make it next week's goal. I'm going to take my child to the park three times a week to help them with. Their and bike use it program.
0: as a life lesson. They're bound to, at some point, obviously be there for them, but protection or that fall over and stuff. <laughs> but use it as a use it as an example. Yeah. The Bible talks about how people fall down. Falls
1: down seven times but gets back up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, making it spiritual—a spiritual lesson to each each thing so having very specific goals Mm -hmm. and i'm assuming that a lot of people know what specific goals are smart goals specific measured achievable realistic and timed so that it's not just for you personally and you growing personally which is great i'm not saying we shouldn't like preparing the home is actually all about helping mums to progress and um feel that they're still themselves in this whole journey of motherhood. I'm not against that. And I'm not against those who are very career focused, they want to progress in career, whether it's the husband or the wife. I agree. But what I'm saying is our children and our family have to be, has to be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They have to be first and foremost. That That is ultimately what we have to answer, what we have to give an answer to when we see God like that's what we have to give an answer to and so if your focus is solely on work and solely on business and solely on yourself then there's a possibility that you will miss the most precious job the most precious role the most precious gift that's been given to us Mm -hmm. and so we have to be intentional about how we are going to teach our children, not just expect it to miraculously happen, that our children will be obedient and loving and compassionate and God-fearing by chance. It, it doesn't work that way.
0: Invest in your children and then you'll see an ROI later. What's an ROI? Return on investment. <laughs> Return on investment, guys. Really? Yes. <laughs> Say you're once an adult, twice a child. It's true though. So when you become that second child, your adult will look after you. Next week we'll be talking about praying for your children. Um, and that'll be part two of what we have done this week. And remember you can find us on Instagram at a family bound by grace, or you can send us a message with your question to our email at a bound by grace at outlook.com.
1: Don't forget the website,
0: Mm. (laughs) www.prepareinthehome.co.uk. And you can contact us us there as well. Um, But don't forget to
1: have faith,
0: show love,
1: and give grace.
0: Catch you next week, guys.
1: Ciao.